Hello and welcome to the Cast Cast. I'm Jess. I'm Ilsa. I'm Ella. Oh no! Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we should have discussed. <laughs> All right, and I'm take Ilsa. two. Take two. <laughs> okay. Okay, I think we're good. Anyway, can we can wait. I'll be middle and you be end. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay, I'm Ella and I'm Ilsa. Terrific. Seamless. There we go. Totally. We're getting better every week. We'll never know. Okay. (laughs) We've got, we, we have an episode for you this week. Um, but before we do that, we got some messages, we got some mail. So let's head, step into my office and let's, uh, you know, crack the wax seals on these letters. (laughs) You're inhabiting an interesting space right now. Well, I am a little sleepy. You have an office and wax. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you have an office and wax seals and shit. I like the... Oh, yeah. Do you like this skull that I have decorating my desk? Very much so. Nice. Thank you. And my raven that perches on the back of my chair, my raven. <laughs> I've told her to be very quiet during our recording, and she's... Okay. <laughs> She's very respectful. Yeah. I like that a lot. Do you know how I how much I love that ravens in media are pretty much always female? That's fine. Anyway, okay. Continue. So let Mail me back. let me uh, <laughs> let me get this. Let's let's get into it. Anonymous on Tumblr says, "Hi guys. Last time I messaged y'all, I got a bit carried away. Hey, do not worry about that. Um, but I'm keeping it reined in this time, and just want to say, Cass's look and changing channel is so good, and I really enjoyed listening to y'all talk about that episode. And I'm also so excited for the next one." Some very sad non-cast content in that one, but it has some of my favorite cast moments ever. I am obsessed with his combo with Lucifer. It's so good. It's slow and confining, but he still goes in the car. He is such a peculiar thing. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. This person gets it. You get it's it. So It's just... I mean, we, we haven't released that episode yet, ugh. but that is almost the exact vibe of that yeah. episode. <laughs> <I> recorded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anonymous, you get one sweet kiss on your forehead from each of the cast cast <laughs> casters. Good job. Um, okay, and then we have another message from you don't know shit about cats on Tumblr. It says, OMG, Kia Ora for answering again. I've just done a binge catch up listen. Got gay married on the fifth. That's oh nice. my gosh, happy marriage. Happy gay marriage. Congratulations. That is so exciting. Well, I do notice Aww. that we didn't get an invitation, which is interesting. <laughs> That is massive, dude. And wh- you're telling yeah. us? I feel so included. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I could have come. I'm pretty close to where you are. <laughs> I would have loved to come down to New Zealand or send a package or something. I don't know. Like, it would have been nice. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so excuse the length of this message. I've I've now read Fata Morgana, and it was a great concept. Thank you for the rec. You are so welcome. Love that. Um, really wish they hadn't just dropped Bella forever in the show, but isn't that the SBN way? Having my cue talked about in the end episode was an experience. I decided to listen to the cast cast after deciding to do a rewatch, after deciding to read DTA and wanting more context, after seeing the beautiful <laughs> Leah for uh, fan binding for the fic. Bit of a full circle moment. That's V. That's friend of the pod uh, V's fan yeah. binding. Oh my gosh, guys. Um, like, we really are connecting people and concepts. It's a beautiful here. web. Look at us go. Um, currently halfway through Game of God. Keep thinking about Station Eleven while reading too. Love the new format. Eric and Joe and Dean, if they were the sort to actually talk feelings to each other, would realize they can live, travel, come out, and work together. And because they can do those things, they feel like they ought to like each other more. 
and they think it's such a shame they just don't. So they joke about it, etc. Also, save real. I was there in the heights of it. Well, it was V popular in Gamble era, LOL. Truly seems like a pair, <laughs> the spare situation to me. Lots of people loved Mystery Spot, and I think the idea of Sam spending that year searching for Gabriel really held a lot of sway over shippers at the time when looking for someone for Sam to be with. I am going solely off memory here, so forgive me if I'm giving you as bad intel. Anyway, thanks again, and sorry for no questions this time, just a long-ass comment. No pressure to respond, lol. I'm big time living the podcast meme. Hey, welcome. Come on in. You're in it. You're in the poster with us. <laughs> welcome. Come on in. We love having you around. <laughs> I feel like we should have a little extra versus like featuring B. Featuring. You don't know shit about cats. Like featuring anonymous who sometimes will write us stuff. It's great. Um, it's a good time. Um I appreciate the saber real inside. That's a really good point about mystery spot. Right. What that episode is about. I also I was gonna say like you saying well sorry if this is a bad intel or whatever it's like no it's all about subjectivity here yes. on the gas class. it's whatever like, you perceive we have no other mode what you went mm-hmm. through is real and that's your experience and you get to own it so like also yeah, I, I <laughs> I'm glad you gave us insight yeah I love this these thoughts about uh, Joe and Dean like you know if they were able to be closer they would they would like both yeah. acknowledge it like. We would be good together, but it's just not what that that is. It's not what this is, uh, which is, ooh, I love it. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Mm. I do like, that's a very, very good insight. And it's also mm-hmm. like very in line with my personal feelings about both of them. So thank you for getting it. You all, yes. So Actually, I'm taking your hand. I'm kissing you tenderly upon Mwah. the back of your hand. For a kiss for you as well, also. Congratulations on your marriage. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm doing it in front of their spouse. So, you know, I'm causing problems on purpose. There's, like, tension. Is she, uh, this person's married. I don't know what they're... What they're... <laughs> I love this for you. I am the homewrecker era. Okay, I think the Maori word for congratulations is wakaminhi. Wakaminhi? okay so you don't know shit about cats we'd like to say wakamihi which is congratulations in maori and we hope that that you know is nice to hear and uh you know congrats wait hold on yes i i'm really there is okay hold on There's a whole no. It's fine. Never mind. It's okay. Is there a whole I, thing? I'll just edit this out. No. Yeah, I was on a. There was a website with examples of how to say um, congratulations for different things. So that that's too advanced. I think that's going to be lesson two. We are only in <sighs> lesson one. Yeah, I I was like, yeah, I was gonna. I was like, I'll attempt some of this, and then I saw the sentence, and I was like, I I'm gonna need some time. Mm. <laughs> um, um, okay, so this week we are talking about My Bloody Valentine, uh, which originally aired February 11th, 2010, written by our dear friend and friend of the show, Ben Edlund, and directed by Mark Roll. As always, if you know how to get into contact with Ben, please. Although he is a close personal us. friend of ours, we are still struggling to email <laughs> him. We up. have lost his contact He's information. Calls. He's not reading our emails. I sent him physical mail, and in three months when it gets to him, 
<laughs> we'll see if that gets him to respond. Um, the next step is to send the raven. <laughs> Wait, maybe he's in the white pages. Jess, do you guys have white pages still? Look him up. I will find the California <laughs> white pages. Um, okay, take us away on a beautiful summary. Yeah. I can't wait. Paint us a word picture. Oh, um, cast, cast count first. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't have it because <laughs> oh, I right. didn't watch this episode. I forgot. If you want, I'll edit it in. I'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, we'll have to I'll do a little bit in. of magic. Yeah. Ooh. Hi, editing Ella here. The cast count was about 17 minutes. Uh, I'm not sure on the exact amount of time I got a bit distracted he looks so cute in this episode um, and Jess usually does this so sorry also during this episode we'll allude to me having some kind of nose injury I slipped over and hit my nose really bad like literally minutes before we were supposed to record uh, so if I sound all nasally and crazy that is why also there's a weird issue with Jess's audio for a few minutes in this episode but it clears up so if you're like why does it sound crazy? I don't know. I'm not an audio engineer. I couldn't fix it. So you're just going to have to deal. Sorry. Bye. Yeah, so take us on a, on a journey, please. Yeah, well, I guess just like, you know, the last time we saw Cass, you know, it was just that whole thing with the angels and, you know, he, we didn't really like paint. The, the episode's not about him much. So, you know, he hasn't really been on... He's just been going through it as per usual. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering if my voice is sounding funny since I like might have a broken nose right now. No. <laughs> I think okay. it's not coming it's, through. I'm feeling it. But if you get more nasally as it goes on, we'll <laughs> let you know. And also, you usually do know when you have a broken nose. So I I, don't, I just don't know anymore. Like my pain tolerance is so fucked after like being like so chronically ill. Like, sometimes I'm like, yeah. I'm fine, and it's like, I've had COVID for a week, you know? Like, so, um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, this episode kicks off. Sam and Dean roll into town on Valentine's Day, a.k.a. unattached drifter Christmas, after two people eat each other to death. Um, this episode is so gross. Quick sidebar, but I know we're going to talk about it's... it later, but like, oh my god, disgusting. Anyway. Yeah, disgusting um, after mm-hmm. another really upsetting murder suicide thing uh the boys notice that the hearts of the victims have identical enochian marks sam recognizes them Cass calls and meets them at the coroner's office he explains that it's a mark of union left by a cupid uh who he thinks might have gone rogue and that they need to stop it uh the boys confront him at a restaurant about his target's murdering each other. He's very upset, says he was just following his usual orders from heaven, which is just like when they matched up Mary and John so that the boys would be born, which is a new revelation to everybody. Uh, as they realise that there's more suspicious deaths in town that aren't love-related, Sam smells the demon that he saw earlier. We saw him sniff a demon earlier, but he didn't realise what was happening. Um, <laughs> and after a scuffle, uh, steals a briefcase, which is containing a soul. A very hungry, hungry Cass says that the horseman Famine is in town, and we see his power demonstrated in a local diner where he rolls up with Lucifer's demons in a quest to consume souls. 
Sam's too desperate for the demon blood, so he gets tied up, and Dean and Cass go to cut off Famine's ring, which they think might stop him. Uh, they follow a demon from the coroner's office and rip the really cool coroner we've spent a bit of time with so far this episode. Uh, missed him. Felt so bad. Yeah. Demons then attack Sam at the hotel, and he drinks one of their blood, giving him back his blood freak powers, which we have not seen uh, in a while. I can't remember. Should look that up. Um, while Cass eats <laughs> raw ground beef off the floor, um, Dean is told by Famine that he's not hungry because inside he's already dead. Uh, Sam then rocks up and is offered the demon lackeys as a snack by Famine. Uh, when he refuses and tries to <laughs> exercise them, Famine instead eats them. And so Sam uh, kind of like makes them explode inside him, I guess, because he can control the demon souls. It's not clear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cass and Dean then lock Sam in Bobby's panic room, like we've seen last season. Um, and a very upset Dean goes outside and he like begs God for help. And that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> that's the episode how did we how do you all feel about this episode first off that's a good one listen sam gets to be a little crazy Mm -hmm. i like that's fun making the demons explode inside of famine is like very inspired Mm. i mean the thing is the thing is that when you give sam just a little bit of a little bit of stress and a little bit of wiggle room, he will go the craziest that you have seen. <laughs> yeah, a human a human man in <laughs> in a normal uh, outfit go. <laughs> the most um, normal looking freak you've ever seen. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. He's got a lot of stuff to do this episode, you know, <laughs> for once. <laughs> Truly does. And he deserves it. <laughs> yeah. Is there any way you guys want to start off? This is, I feel like this is a really interesting episode um, in terms of like fan meta. Like, uh, yeah, people go crazy. Yeah, people talk about this episode so much and for good reason. I think one, it's very good. I don't have a lot of gripes with it. Mm -hmm. And two, it like is a really um, psychologically kind of scary concept. And it, like, brings out all these different things in all the characters. So that's, like, really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to talk about Cass up front, considering this is the Cass cast? I do want to I wanna, I wanna talk about him so bad. What was... What do you think was... My boy um, is eating meat. He's eating meat. What do you think... Oh, sorry, there are dogs in my background. I don't well, know they if I should talk... I'll, They've got notes. I, I don't know what to do. Let them on the pod. <laughs> If this is too bad, I will just re-record what I said. But what do you guys think gave rise to the idea that, like, Cass should be eating meat this episode? Or do you think it was just like a, um, like, that would be weird and funny? Or was it was it just like a, a random idea? Or do you think there was some kind of deeper thought behind it? Do you think- I've always kind of thought of it, like, it is really fun to think about, like, in terms of, uh, like, it's... Eating is such, like, a human experience, and obviously Cass is, you know, not a human, and, and like, so it's, mm. I guess it's kind of trying to be, like, what's an obvious human need, and it's, like, like mm. literal physical hunger, and we also, like, when we saw Jimmy in the rapture, he was really desperate to eat food. Get a burger. I was excited about it. Right. 
but this reminded me of something i think you have brought it up recently also like do we have confirmation (laughs) that jimmy is dead and it's and the way that Cass talks about it in this episode is funny because he he says like you know my vessel but it's like we then find out later i guess that jimmy's not in there right unless he also gets brought back from the dead at the end like at the start of the season Maybe it's like a cellular hunger. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. You just brought up the idea of cellular hunger, and I want you to expand on that now, right now, as soon Um, as possible, please. Well, it's when you're super hungry in your cells, Uh and you're just, like, trying to eat as much as you possibly can. This sometimes happens to me at the beginning of my period, Uh so I do relate to this, and (laughs) I understand it. Mm -hmm. This happens to me when I'm high. Um, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. Like I, the other day I ended up just eating a bag of chips and I felt so bad about it. Cause I, it wasn't my bag of chips. And I, <laughs> so I uh, left a little note there, like a scoundrel. I owe you one bag of cheesy chips. The stoner's I, guilt. <laughs> you can't leave cheesy chips out. They're going to be. <laughs> it wasn't like loaded fries or whatever it was just like cheese flavored chips like cheese and onion or whatever and but i did replace it the next day because it was i did feel bad but it was like i did need a midnight snack it wasn't my fault Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so whatever (laughs) what were you talking about cats cats yes um yeah he's hungry yeah I just, I, I love the idea. Like, sorry, when you said cellular hunger, my first thought was like uh, the idea that cravings are innate to what you biologically are. They're inside like your cells. Your, they're inside your cells. Like the crave. But I guess that's kind of true because people with iron deficiencies have certain cravings. Like, Jimmy has an iron deficiency. That is, okay, I'm right. incorporating that into my belief system. That does explain a lot. <laughs> But yeah, like they like, uh, I think raw meat is like a thing that people with iron deficiencies like. Also, strangely, a lot of people who have iron deficiencies eat um, ice. You know, I've heard that. Mm. They're out yeah. there. They're out here, you know, crunching. My mom used to do this. And now she's on iron. So crunching on ice. Yeah. It was strange. Strange time. Well, let's get Jimmy some iron pills. Come on. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, let's get... <laughs> <laughs> maybe an, uh, maybe initially an infusion and then a follow up, you know, uh, right schedule yeah. for sure, for sure. Just give, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and know. maybe the angel occupying his body has forced him out of his mind. <laughs> maybe that should be taken care of as well. Uh, be real, just went off. <laughs> okay, stop. It's time to be real. I'm being real right now. This is this is not for them. <laughs> the podcast is strictly fake it doesn't go and be real no. one time I put I was editing and I just put like a bit on my screen and my friend was like what are you editing I was like fuck like, <laughs> nothing <"Okay."> nothing <laughs> you're like I know I said like the social contract of this app says be real but like let's <laughs> not actually I don't want to be that real be cool. let's be a little less real what an audio wave yeah. form looks like okay <laughs> Some people are just doing things. Um, I think in light of current events, we have to talk about uh, uh, the Cupid Mary John of it all. Thank you. I'm glad you brought it up because I was like, no, I'm the only one who's like watching the Winchesters and I don't want to be annoying. (laughs) 
I didn't even think it about the logistics. The I just thought well. about the fact that we, yeah, yeah. That's right. What I was thinking. And Sorry. you know, people love this, and I never like to leave something on the table if if I know the people of Tumblr want to talk about Please it, want to know about it, yeah. love to think about it. I feel like this is going to be an episode where we are just going to leave things on the table because there is simply too much to talk about, and we do not have four hours to record, unfortunately. Because yeah, like well, yeah. there is so much great meta about like why certain things in this episode happen the way they do, and like I think that happens with a lot of Ben Edlund episodes, like a lot of fun lore mm. that you can really sink your teeth into. Right, there's just like layers, mm. like you said, there's depth so you can sink your teeth into. Maybe not yours, Alex, since you just fell. <laughs> Mine are a bit sore. Someone else, maybe Sam. He's Someone seems else. like he's in the mood to sink his teeth into things. So, Oof. speaking of sinking your teeth into uh-huh. stuff, I know. Wait, we can talk about this later, but I do want to like earmark talking about the um just the general levels of horror in the in this episode. We can talk about I it now. Talk about that. But let's. I thought you guys wanted to do the Mary John. Oh yes. Okay. First. There's just um, too many things. Okay, Mary John, and then we'll get into <laughs> how fucking gross yeah. it is. Yeah. What do you guys? What do you guys? What do you guys think about the fact that Mary and John are uh, a, a Cupid couple? Well, I think it makes sense in terms of like the world building of, um, you know, everything happening for a reason to, you know, have Sam and Dean exist. Like mm-hmm. they have set that up in a lot of other ways. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they would literally be like breeding <laughs> humans for that purpose. Right. Yeah, I do. Also, like it does freak me out very much yes. like that it is a, a breeding program like the the thing that Cass says when they discover the Enochian on the hearts is that um, they are meant to mate, specifically. Like that is scary. And yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's kind of like, I think it, on purpose, makes like all that we know about them already like get in like we look at it in a different light after finding that out. Um and. Very quick Winchester aside, since obviously that's not what we're talking about, but whatever is happening in the Winchesters is not, like, it doesn't seem compatible with this, I guess. Because um, <laughs> we, we, they get along pretty much straight away in the Winchesters, so that's already setting up a completely different uh, universe, I guess, um, which they haven't explained yet, but... Um, you guys will hear about it when they do, because I will have so many thoughts of how they, mm-hmm. whatever they're pulling off. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think about it, Jess? Mm. Um, I really <laughs> like it. I like that it's just, like, the uh, <sighs> utilitarianism is, like, kind of the right word, but, like, not exactly what I'm trying to say. But it's just, like, the way that heaven is, like, dead set on their mm. goals or whatever. And, uh, you know... I really like the constant sort of demystifying of heaven, not in the way that happens in later seasons, mm. but like just like the the reveals that like they are purely just like yeah, single-mindedly pursuing a goal at the at the expense of all else, you know. So I really like that. Yeah, they're like working towards like determinism, you know? It's kind of like if like yeah and, and i guess it's also setting up the end of this season where like you know our heroes go against that so it's like another little thing in that yeah thing 
<laughs> and also, like, I do find young Mary and John very cute. Mm. Like, when they go back in time and they see their parents, I'm like, John does genuinely seem like a nice guy, you know? Like, a good guy. Right. That's one of my favorite things about about back in time, John, is, like, he's just a, a regular dude. But, like, how, yeah. how much can you take mm-hmm. before you regress to the worst version of yourself? Like, how much can you... I, and that's something I, I know a lot of people and no, I know a lot of people are like, oh, fuck John Winchester, he's evil, you know, like, um, and it's like, he's definitely a bad and abusive parent um, and probably a bad person to just know in general um, in, in, the, in Sam and Dean's lifetimes. But like, it is interesting to, for, for me to, to see like the, the difference. I, I know this has been said. But I, I it, it is one of the most compelling things to me about the Dean and John comparisons is like they both get driven to to, to be their their worst throughout the length of the show for in, in, in Dean's case. Yeah. And um in John's case, just like pre-show. And then they both try and find the the way to act like, you know, better fucking people. But they don't always succeed because for so long they've been fucking shitbags. I listen, I'm listen, I know there's a Dean girl out there right now going, How could you say this about my beloved little Dean? He is, he makes mistakes. He's not a shitbag. He's a loser. And that's good. And we like that. We like it. I like him very much. One of his best qualities. He kind of sucks. Like, also, just, like, biggest story. Like, realistically, anyone would fucking suck if all this shit happened to them. Like, I just hurt my nose and I don't even feel like being a nice person right now. Like, (laughs) right. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yes, exactly. And this is not the Dean cause, and I'm I'm really sorry. I keep bringing up Dean. I I was thinking about him a lot this week because of the new Taylor Swift album. My, I'm sorry about that. Um, Probably. Antihero. Yeah. Stream antihero Dean song. Um, we have the Swifty in our midst, guys. My friend sent me an edit that was like um, Spike of Buffy with that song, and I was like, I've already mm-hmm. seen like four. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a single one. I don't know what's going on. I know that there are a lot of Swifties on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But, you know, like, Cass in this episode is super fun. Can we? Like, because... He's on the floor. He's so He's fun. eating meat. <laughs> How is he getting the burgers? Is he, like, is he going behind the counter? Is he is he ordering the burgers and then just like zapping away with the bag? Like who's making the burgers? I think he's walking into the back. I think he's walking around the counter into the back and just taking burgers and everyone's just like, um <laughs> I okay. wish we saw that. I wish we saw that so bad. <laughs> I was gonna be like, he is respectfully walking up to the counter. He's ordering the burgers. He's walking outside. He's zapping into the Impala to eat his little burgers. Um, but then I realized that, like, this is season five. Cass, he's not domesticated yet. He doesn't even. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> know. Domesticated. So yeah, That's I a think fun way to talk about it. he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's still tell just like a weird wrong. little feral. 
Angel. It's reminding me of working in food and like yeah. someone comes in and they're like, hey, I know this is a really big order, but can you do like X, Y, Z? And you have to say yes, but it's mm-hmm. like going to make you like want to throw up for the next like 20 minutes, but you have to do it. And like I, he was just doing that multiple <laughs> times over the evening to some poor like 16 year olds working behind the counter. But he's like, he's like, don't even worry about it. I'll get it myself. <laughs> he's like, you know what? And he jumps to the counter. <laughs> he's like, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's fine. <laughs> you seem busy. I got it. I'll just help you myself to 30 thing. burgers. <laughs> he's like, I wasn't going to pay. I was going to pay. I was not going to pay for this anyway. So I think it's only fair that you don't have to do it because you're not going to get paid for it. So. <laughs> Can someone please write that for us? It's and it's from the POV of the person working. Thank you. <laughs> the person working. It's one of my favorite genres of Casfic is like some normal encounters him and has to deal with his whole thing. Shout out to the love story of the runner up by Margot Kim. Yeah, what which one? Oh is my that? god. How do you have these on hand in your in your in your head? My brain is just my brain is incredible. It really is. I can give you a synopsis. I remember what it is. It's this dude who uh, has like a the friends with benefit situation with um, with Cass for a while, knowing that he is an angel and that he's in love. With it's Dean. so good. Um, and he's telling he's telling the story for t- with uh, to the to the man he's dating. Um, and it's lovely. It's it's really sweet. Yeah, it's short. It's like really good. <laughs> um. It's really good. I think I had some. I nearly said thank you to you in Vietnamese. Um, (laughs) You could. You could do that if you wanted to. You could. I wouldn't mind it if you wanted to do that. It's like my. I think I'm just in like. um, like, You're in a mode. I'm in such a mode that I can't even describe the mode I'm in. we touched on it quickly before, but do you guys want to talk about all the deaths in this episode? Oh, yeah. I think that it is like, like do I ever? It's maybe the most graphic, like back to back to back deaths that we've seen so far. I don't even know about all of them being that graphic, but the very first one, I I was just like watching it and thinking, if this came on my my television screen yeah. when I was like thirteen, um. And my parents walked in, they would be like, shut that shit off immediately. It's just like... Yeah, I wonder what the lead-in was, like, on the, on the CW. Like, probably something way less graphic. Some kind of teeny bop thing. It is gross. <laughs> Those people eat each other. Don't like that, to be honest. Those people eat each other. I was just like, now this is a horror show. This is what I came here for. And, but I was also like flinching i was flinching i'm not gonna lie i skipped because like i knew it was happening i just skipped ahead (laughs) (laughs) you're like i've seen it (laughs) i did like she goes she she you hear like a crunch which okay sure um (laughs) and she goes i think i bet you her mouth is fully soaked with like there's blood going down her chin she had to have been on there for a while after she bit him and she goes, I think I bit you. Plausible deniability. Always is the way to go. Please take notes from this woman. She's um, Speaking of someone with blood on their chin, um, do you guys want to talk about Sam in this episode? So, <laughs> going through it. 
He's really having a moment. Um, I think that as the cast cost, it's only appropriate that we mention the fact that he's in the bathroom. <laughs> this is one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the whole Dude, show. I like when Mac and it like twice the episode. It's it's so funny. <laughs> They're in the background. <laughs> And Cass is still explaining how the how the whole thing works, and he goes, "Well, it's I'm hungry because of this and the vessel and whatnot." And 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 he goes, "Have you even tried to stop?" And he goes, "I'm an angel. I can stop anytime I want." Meanwhile, Sam's fighting for his life to hold on to his sense of autonomy <laughs> and not have a relapse. Like a hamburger. It's just such a funny little um, demonstration of the dynamic of the three of them as well. <laughs> like, so succinctly showing <laughs> the vibes. It does not get better than this. I genuinely, it's it's with delight that I um, experience this part of the episode. Yeah, you forget it's coming because you're like, oh, Sam, and then it's just happening in the background. So fun. No, fully every time, every time Sam walks into that bathroom, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we're going to hear the hammer. <laughs> Good shit. Uh, okay, what a TV show. <laughs> Um, we make, we, we talk a lot of shit, um, about uh-huh. Supernatural, as is our right and our duty, but sometimes they do come yeah. up with lines that make me so, 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 so happy, and that makes me beg you, Ben Edlin, please be on our please. show. Ben Edlin, <laughs> please be on our show. We've got questions, we've got doubts. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Uh, we have lots of feelings as well. I don't know if that's something you're still into. Um, do you know how, like I said, I'm preparing a Naomi presentation. I'm preparing a Ben Edlund interview in my head you make as a well. Because this is now the goal. It's the, ult- <laughs> it's the ultimate goal of the podcast. I don't even know. If we have him on and like we're done afterwards, don't be surprised. Like, <clears throat> anyway. Like, do you know what I like? You mentioned earlier, Jess, that that um, Sam has something to do. He's got yeah. something to do. He's got something to he's do. He's keeping busy. Right. <laughs> he's keeping those wheels turning. And, it, like, we've spoken about Cass's whole little... Like, everyone has a thing this episode yeah. that's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a little moment. Um, like, Dean, obviously, his moment is, uh, you're so fucked up and depressed and... De- a rotten inside and we're like oh yeah i mean we need sam's dean's thing is how mm. fucked up he is and then sam's thing is like the bodily autonomy and addiction issues it's like okay yeah, yeah that's fair and then cass's thing is like he wants burgers i don't know <laughs> he wants me he's hungry he's, he's hungry hungry angel hungry hungry angel specifically for me yeah, like, it's quite a grim thing that's happening to everybody, um, like, in the town. Like, obviously, we're having a laugh and there's kind of ironically funny deaths and all that kind of stuff. But, like, the addict storyline and Sam, it's very upsetting. Like, I don't – this is – like, I'm yeah. not an addict in yeah, any way really like sad. that. Um, but since I have, like, stopped drinking for other reasons, sometimes I've had dreams mm. where I have drink. Like, I'm at a party or something in the dream. And then when I wake up, oh, yeah. I feel like drinking, where I never feel like that. 
And then I'm like, this is very, obviously, it's very separate, but in the bits where he's realising that he, like, is having those urges, it's like, oh, I, this time I was like, oh, I know exactly what that vibe is. Like, I'm obviously not, like, strap me to, like, <laughs> the pipe in the bathroom so that I don't do it, but... Handcuff me to the sink. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think in a in a very comical episode that is actually, like, quite heavy and, um, I, I guess, well done. I don't know. Yeah, and you were you were saying earlier about the Dean storyline, like yeah, like um, what do well, you think about that? It, it, it something that kind of makes it work for me that is not necessarily like explicitly canon is that like as a human, he has a quite a unique experience. Like his soul has quite a unique experience, like being in hell for a mm. long time and coming back. And mm. so it kind of works for me in, in that if you're thinking, okay, well, like his soul has been in hell and like has been through all of that you know, maybe it means that it's, he doesn't have that whatever fucking spark of humanity that he's making everyone else go after something that they're like craving. But in like yeah. his actual characterization, even though we've seen him really um, like deflated and, and feeling super defeated about this whole situation, the last few episodes, pretty much since like the end, like they've really been hammering mm. home in episodes that we haven't seen as well that like, he is not doing well um but i think that i don't really i i I don't think i think to me that doesn't exactly like one for one translate into uh what famine tells him and that's why i think there's almost like a fanfic gap here uh, where you can kind of figure out for yourself why maybe that's not working i don't know what what do you two think you have a very interesting perspective like i didn't think about half of this stuff um (laughs) when that you mentioned but i did i did think about the fact that like it could just be an effect of being effectively on his way to becoming a demon and coming back and being human but but i do think like i think dean is like (laughs) when i when i when i relate most to dean right no i shouldn't say it like that in the public (laughs) um Yeah, we are recording. So. <laughs> when you're being Dean, I think that Dean is so. <laughs> that's how you say it. I'm t- that's edited out. Um, <laughs> the 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 thing about Dean that I I find a lot is I think he is so full of um, like wants and desires that, and he is so used to suppressing and repressing and avoiding and ignoring it and getting just sort of what he wants, but not quite um, that. I think maybe he's distanced himself from hunger or, or desire in a way that doesn't leave him open to stuff like this. Um, and then I, th- I don't know. I, no, I, I, I yeah. I the, the way that he kind of, um, I think we've talked about this before, like how the, two, how the two boys, especially in Cass eventually, um, how they kind of control themselves and control their lives. Um, and mm. I think a way that Dean controls himself is that he he thinks he's so hedonistic. He thinks like that's that's his psyche. Yeah. Like he says, um, when I want to drink, I drink. When I want sex, I go get it. Same goes for a sandwich or a fight. Um, and then Cass says, mm. "So you're saying you're well adjusted?" And he says, "God no, I'm just well fed." And it's like I think he does succumb to like a lot of uh, urges, but it's like only ones he allows mm. himself to have like 
We see him control himself all the time. Like, all of that is, like, so just, like, normal stuff. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) none of that is, like, a real indulgence. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's the complex. Yeah, like, he thinks he's so... Yeah. Like, I just do what I want. It's like, yeah, okay. Like, you just... (laughs) And, like, what you want is, like, food, water, shelter, (laughs) human companionship. Just, like, Dean, this is just, like, regular stuff. (laughs) I think also the way you read this very much de- depends on your general reading of Dean. Yeah. Um, because I read Dean as queer, I I definitely am like, well, <laughs> you do give in to some things, but um, maybe not in, in the way uh, you would prefer to. I, okay, this is, this is reminding me of something that I have forgotten to bring up with you too, but I think we almost need like, we almost need like a name for like, the personification of who they thought the audience was slash who somebody who's not like insane about the show like we are what they're getting out of it like i can't think of a name off the top of my head but i'm imagining somebody like you said who maybe doesn't view dean as queer at all doesn't even know like what queer coding is is just kind of chucking this on (laughs) like you know I think okay honestly I think their like platonic ideal is like Chris and Jeremy from Monster of the Week but Chris and Jeremy did get kind of like dunked in the radioactive sludge of like Destiel and so that did happen to them yeah no I'm not even thinking I'm not even thinking them because I think that they like they liked the show and I think even earlier on they were still quite thoughtful about the show I'm imagining more of a very very casual viewer like who you know robert singer thinks the show is for that kind of vibe like is that it like what what do you think this line is saying to them we should call them first of all we should call them intended audience ia um yeah so what ia gets from this is what about is i think just like (laughs) ian from the intended audience (laughs) i don't know (laughs) intended audience normal ian um (laughs) yeah that's good thank you um so so what yen gets from this i think is like the the general feeling like i I think ian always takes things at at face value right like the show says this so that's what ian believes right what do you guys think um i think honestly like for the most part people just watch tv and they're just like okay Like, there's a lot of shows that I just watch, and I'm just like, all right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't really, like, I'm not really thinking that much about it. Exactly. And it gets to the end of the episode, and I'm like, okay. And then the next week, I sit down, and I'm like, can't wait to see what these little guys are up to. And I just, like, don't think about it that much. It's just, like, something exactly. that I do for 45 minutes, and then exactly. I just, like, yeah, wander away. You know what I mean? Next thing. So yeah. then they yeah. probably see it, and they're just like, okay, Dean's dead inside. Check check mark got it i'll remember that the next time we come to watch the episode and i'll be reminded of it at the beginning of the next episode it's so funny though because like not like not even trying to me i see such a contradiction in that in like what the show is saying and what they're also showing like people who are dead inside don't like cry to god (laughs) do you get what i mean like i'm not i'm not that that's not matching Mm -hmm. up for me which is fine you know i think i you know I think it's still trying to say something. It's just maybe not vibing with me and my reading of Dean. You know, when when Famine says, like, you're empty inside, you're dead, whatever, I, I think he does also use the term empty. Mm. I, I like that because to me, Dean is such a... Yeah. Dean is empty the way a vacuum is empty. Like, he's pulling 
Um, oh, you mean he's sucking? He's <laughs> sucking good and hard, even. Through what? Through what, Ilsa? Denim of some kind, I believe. <laughs> Perhaps like a shortened <laughs> denim? Shortened jorts, denim, even? But like all those dorts. Dorts, jorts. Um, <laughs> some sort of jean short, <laughs> and maybe even a jort. Sorry, that's for like the 20 other people on Tumblr. I believe that our listener base is largely Tumblr users. Like, yeah. Gotta be. Sorry um, for everyone else. Oh, fuck, I'm um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I do think he's like, he genuinely is like pulling things in um, and trying to fill this uh, vacuum inside of him. It's like empty calories, you know? He's, he's only eating empty calories. He's not actually getting... Like he want you know meaningful con- connections or whatever. Yeah, no satiety. Yeah. yeah, so he's used to hunger or whatever. Yeah, like he's so used to it that it's like he just feels kind of normal. Yeah. Well, that's fucked up. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I love that I just said yeah. Like we've solved the little math problem when, in fact, it's one of the most distress- distressing things I think a person. <laughs> um, can go I think back to Cass. Uh, something that I thought desire. of with this. Ep- back to Cass. Um, something that I thought of with this episode was um. Although he's obviously, like, experiencing something quite weird, he's quite happy in this episode. Um, And we haven't really seen that from him, especially the last few episodes, because it's just been, like, hectic event after hectic event. Sure, sure. Um, But, like, especially right. when he's in the car with Dean, he's so happy about the burgers. Like, he's feeling, like, physical He happiness. even says. Yeah. yeah, he's like, these make me. And then he has a little little smile yeah. and look, sit down at the burger, like a beloved, cherished pet or something. <laughs> He's like, these make me very happy. I like him very much. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so endearing. It's fun to see him that happy. He just wants a burger. Yummy. Yummy. Mm, yummy. Yeah. I want a burger now, actually, because of all this thinking about burgers. <laughs> I know. Well, it's 8.30 a.m., but like maybe I'll have a burger later. <laughs> For Cass. For Cass. Sorry, Ella, I think you were saying something. Oh, it's just like, it's a bit of a sad note, but like, we don't often see him laughing and happy in the show. And like, every time it happens, I think, oh, this is like one of like 10 times. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know I'm what like, it is exactly, but you know. <laughs> I'm, pulling a, I'm pulling a face at you for saying that sentence out loud because you hurt my feelings. Sorry, we have to get into it. It's the cast cast. We have to be talking about... It's the cast... But I don't want him to be sad. The difference between Dean and 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 Cass is like when Dean is sad, I'm like, yes, <laughs> suffer. And then when when Cass is sad, I'm like, I am going to fucking kill whoever yeah. hurt you. I'm killing them. I, I, I think that's in part because he is so often sad, right? Like we've spoken about this briefly, but he's so sad. Yeah, Jess is he's so sad. Jess is so sad. curling up in her little armchair, like half believe. She's like, he, he's melancholic. Ooh. He's so sad. Yeah. He's filled yeah. with a deep, <laughs> Actually, deep longing and loneliness. Should we figure out which of the four humors uh, rules each of the leads of Supernatural? Okay, I just need Cass to sh- obviously sh- is melancholic. Okay, wait. Let's let's hold on. Pause. For, for the... Okay, I'll do some research. Hold on. Yeah, let's... <laughs> The people want to know. The people I are clamoring. Know, actually, <laughs> I know that it's yellow bile, black bile. Um, oh shit, blood, and I can't remember what the other one is. 
Um, Slim. Well, you can be melancholic, choleric, phlegmatic, or sanguine. Sanguine's None of these people are sanguine, so that's... Yeah. What's sanguine like? Uh, wrong. I actually think the cast falls between melancholic and phlegmatic. Okay, so melancholic is uh, moody, anxious, rigid, sober, pessimistic, reserved, unsociable, and quiet. Phlegmatic is yeah. passive, careful, thoughtful, peaceful, controlled, reliable, even-tempered, and calm. S- uh, sanguine. Uh, sanguine is sociable, outgoing, talkative, responsive, easygoing, lively, carefree, leadership don't know what that is at the end of that um and then choleric is touchy restless aggressive excitable changeable impulsive optimistic and active so i think like dean is obviously choleric uh cass is melancholic and sam is phlegmatic mm-hmm. i yeah, think all three like, of them the all three of them definitely have certain traits from others though it's like they're not all yeah of course yeah, because they're, they're yeah. whole characters yeah yeah um like one of those are, said optimistic, and I was like, no one on the show is optimistic. Not Absolutely forever. Not. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's cool. They also connected the the four humors with um, different the four seasons of the year because there was four of them, so they had to. So Yulabile, um, which is I believe, shit, hold on. Yulabile, summer, black biles, autumn, fl- uh, phlegmatic. Flame, sorry, is with winter and blood with spring. Um. Anyway, that it's just a fun little thing for you. I can't remember which one goes with which. They don't have a quick little rundown for me. <laughs> anyway, um. I feel like the flame one. Yeah. So now that we've settled that, fever, but that might just be a me thing. I don't think it's a you thing, based on the fact that hay fever is everywhere. Um. <laughs> What else is there to say about this episode? Is there something else that you wanted to get into? Not to be a crazy Dean Cascoli, but the last scene um, before Dean goes to have a cry. B1. Um, Go for it. It's really sweet when Cass says, that's not him in there, not really. And Dean says, I know. Um, and then Cass says, like, Sam just has to get it out of his system. Then he'll be, like, he's trying to reassure Dean, and that's just so sweet. Like, it's He's trying to be so sweet. Because he's an angel. He's a little angel. Yeah. And he's he's a friend, okay? Do you remember do you remember when um when in All Hell Breaks Loose, Cass said he wouldn't do that, he wouldn't let uh, let um Lucifer take Sam because he was his friend. Yeah. Cass is a friend. Yeah. He is not gonna let them go through all this shit. Uh as much as it as he can. I like him very much. Is this clear? <laughs> I'm worried that I haven't been clear enough. It's interesting also at this point that, like, Dean isn't... He's not seeking comfort in Cass. Like, even, like but mm-hmm. we do see that in the future. But right now he's, like... I don't know. Oh, sorry. Zig just made a sound. That's going to pick up. Okay, he stopped. Oh, no, how dare Zig make a sound? Zig, for, like, do not make a sound. For half an hour, Jesus dogs Christ. were barking in my house, and you guys were like, let them pod. Let them. I just like, I thought he was opening the door. And then Zig's going to come in and make a sound. Unbelievable. You know what, Zig? Some of us work really fucking hard, actually. We slave all week, all day, all night. We watch the episode. We take notes. We get on this Discord call. We record just to put some bread on the table. And then you come in and you make a noise. You make a noise. Like, I mean, it's just, it's kind of crazy that you would do that. After all we do for this family. After all we do for this family. 
clearly that you didn't ask for. You would come in and make just a noise. Just like Supernatural. Were you just My quoting... mom just bought me chips and I had to put them away. Oh, were you just quoting Crazy Ex-Girlfriend after everything no. <laughs> I did for you? That you no. Did a little bit. Oh, so fun. A little bit. I, I saw a post about it and I, I keep thinking it's about it. Um, I'm going to watch that show. I'm not going to watch it. I have oh my god! It would it would rearrange your brain a little bit. I think you would actually enjoy I it. I don't need it. I don't need the new show. I already have too many shows I want okay. to watch. I will talk to you guys about this more. But I want to watch House of the Dragon so bad, and I want to watch. I want to watch Interview with a Vampire oh so bad. Oh, okay, so one of the guys is Australian. Same. I'm worried that like when I watch it, I'm gonna be able to hear that he's Australian. <laughs> even he's doing a French accent. <laughs> Like I usually let him live. Um, um, but it looks oh, great. Well, you know, it looks very like horny. They should have just let Lestat be an, be Australian. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. The, a same level of like drama and whatnot, like because Australian people get to be dramatic as well. <laughs> I know we are often like, oh, Australians, they're so laid back and chill and cool all the time. Ella doesn't do much. She just proves this I was, theory. <laughs> but I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not that chill, am I? <laughs> You're pretty chill, Ella. I don't oh, know what to okay. tell you. You're definitely, out of the three of us, I think you're the chillest. Wow, I I'm going to like, these. I'm going to incorporate that into my belief system because I... <laughs> That's not part of my reputation, so thank you. Thank you. No, but you're working by an Australian um, baseline, so everyone else... By Australian standards. Yeah, yeah. By... Judged by Australian standards, I couldn't tell you, but judged by American standards, yeah, pretty chill. Mm -hmm. Pretty chill, yeah. I can see that. Pretty chill. From what I know. Um, Guys, we didn't even talk about the weather. We haven't talked about the weather in, in, like, weeks and months. Yeah, how's the weather on your uh, end? Because you are the singular one who's going through autumn right now. We're both experiencing it's a, it's summer. been a pretty it sometimes it's like pretty foggy, which I always think is exciting. I'm That's always like, lovely. wow. Just like in all of those uh pictures that on Tumblr. <laughs> I love that. It's happening outside my house. Cool, cool. I love that. I'm so glad. Nice. Uh we had our first big storm this week. Um Ooh. I have been waiting for this I feel like four months. For four months. I I just, I really love the region I live in has this reputation for like massive thunderstorms with thunder and lightning and shit. And Whoa. some people get very freaked out about, uh, by it, but I've lived here for 20 years. So I, I love it. <laughs> so you're like, I got it under control. Yeah. Well, the first big storm, I like went out into the yard, like, and I stood in the, I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need like, to have a moment <laughs> to, <laughs> to, no. <laughs> To like believe that it's raining, I have to. I have to go out there and I have to feel the wind. The rain down in Africa. Um, I do genuinely. Love I bless them, baby. Bless. I genuinely do bless. Actually, there's another. I'm gonna. You guys. I have to inter. I need to talk about myself. <laughs> go. Just yeah. I'm gonna just um, while we're talking about rains in Africa. I'm gonna put another Afrikaans song in here. This time it's really good. Um, okay. it's from Lyrica. Hell yeah. It's called. Oh, fuck, I think it's called my own mother. Anyway, we'll put it in. We'll find it for you. It's good. It's a good. My song. nose is anyway, still bleeding. Oh, oh, has it been bleeding this whole time? Yeah, just a little bit. Oh God. Jesus, get a tampon. Put it in there. I'm just like I, she's a man. <laughs> I've just been like dabbing it, and I'm like, oh yep, still bleeding. 
up. You got a pinch, probably. No. I actually don't know that much about bloody noses. Well, okay, Jess, uh, something to know about me is that I know a lot about bloody noses. (laughs) (laughs) I'm someone who gets bloody noses often. And so this this feels like nothing. So. All right. Well, okay. But Jess, I interrupted you when you were going to tell us about your environment. So I've made a new friend in my boot camp. Um, but you, you guys know me. You know my my propensity for calling people babe or baby, oh, no. which is like oh, yeah. fine. Um, uh-huh. Except for like this guy is like a straight dude, oh. and he's also engaged. <laughs> and I just like I'm like, how do I like I am can't really stop myself <laughs> from saying babe. Try just so I I like. Correct. I like do, I go like dude I go like but sometimes it just like slips out uh-huh. and I can't help it. What does it. he think? And of I'm just, it? he hasn't said anything. And every time I say it, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not like flirting or like I'm not flirting any more than I do with any of my other friends. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like you're flirting a normal amount. But yeah, it, you're getting the um, vibe that he might have a different life context and be taking things <laughs> differently. Well, I just, like, worry. Like, he hasn't said anything uh-huh. weird, and he's not, like, being weird about it. But every time I do it, I'm just like, oh, God. You know? Yeah. Do you think you can address it? Do you think you can be like, hey, I'm not trying to, like, homewreck. This is no, just I'm just trying to white-knuckle my way through uh-huh. it. You know what I mean? Like, I Because you always like, do. You can't address things. If, you don't like to address things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, if I, if I just kind of keep flying this plane, eventually... It'll just become normal. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just like it's like <laughs> yeah, weird sure. because because uh, right now we're just like new friends. Um, but yeah. you know, then but it will be okay. Yeah, once he sees that you do this with everybody, I think that's fine. It'll, it'll yeah. Be Although I think he does have um a good idea that sometimes I just like say things and I don't intend to because one of our instructors came into the Zoom breakout room that we were in, and that guy's name is Hunter, and I went hunty which is also not a normal thing to say to an adult man who you don't really know <laughs> just i need you to know i like you so much i enjoy you so much i'm so glad you're so on the side that's so you fun. make life so much better that's amazing it's like i'm not like i'm not like driving this car you know what i mean Ooh. It's like I'm just like also in the car. Okay, wait. Speaking of cars, just to maybe get back to It's like Herbie. <laughs> maybe oh, just to get so back good. to yes, the incredible. episode of My Bloody Valentine while we're here, while we have time. Of course. Um, did you want to do a little Jess and Car Corner? Um, or I've, I've got the well, info pulled up. There... It could be Ella's Car Corner. So Death, I know that Death rolls up in mm-hmm. um, a Cadillac. Uh, and I really do like, like, I think that all of the horsemen are very cool. And I think it's cause I'm a little like, uh, you know, good omens pilled. Um, but like (laughs) the whole thing of, of like, uh, we'll take these, sometimes it works really well, sometimes it doesn't, but it's like, we'll take these like biblical concepts and we'll like personify them. Then Mm. we'll put them into the 21st century and like, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? It's like, let's throw a little flavor on there. Let's like throw a little marinade and we'll just like see Mm. how it turns out. And I think it works really well. Uh, It's fucking delicious is what it is. Yeah. Um, What I wanted to say as well is like, like you mentioned, death having a Cadillac. Um, Love that. Mm. Or being in a Cadillac. I would like if it wasn't, 
his i would <laughs> i would like if they all rode just like random stolen cars um if they were in like Toro- that, toyota corollas no 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 not like i mean still cadillac and a mustang for war um and i can't i don't know which one um famine is in but it seemed a lot like Famine's in a Cadillac. Fancier? Cadillac Escalade. Oh, okay. A black one. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. like what rappers drive. And I think also the president. It, it, I was going to say, it does look like very, like a, a little bit more serious than the other cars, if that makes sense. Like a little um, more up to date. Because it's like when um, people have a driver, you know? Yeah, it's yes. very much yeah. secret service as well in the episode when all the demons yeah. like get out of Yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. And wheel him in. They wheel him in. What did you guys think about Famine being um, so hungry and fucked up that he was in a wheelchair? Yeah, I guess it's. Like... Um, I liked it, but I feel like maybe, maybe it might be problematic. But I did like it, so I have to live in my truth. I have to say. Yeah, I I don't know that I think it it is problematic. Although obviously I'm not disabled um, physically or anything, so I I I. I I might not have the perspective necessary to see if it is. So I do, I do kind of like it. Like, um, uh, the one that's sick is very sick all the time, but just kind of has a, like a nasty cold. I, the one that's What's sick the is one fucking that's sick? disgusting. <laughs> it was so nasty. I didn't like it at all. Like for the, the horseman, my ranking goes death, obviously, because he's the best. Oh, he's duh. amazing. Can't oh, wait. Duh. Cannot wait. I guess the idea of him being in the wheelchair is that he's like weak and and it's i guess it's trying to show he's like, like that weekend. he has incentive to eat the souls um something that i just clocked this time around that i haven't thought about before is that um he's like consuming these souls right and it's very amara mm-hmm. yeah um and that's a very and good we don't point see do you think they the know each other horsemen do anything do, do we <laughs> Do you think they like sit down there like, mm, this one's very nice. Mm, you want to taste mm, a little bite? Mm. This one's I mean, bad. Did I hear something about a bad soul? <laughs> something about a bad I would. I did find it funny when he would, like ate the demon and he went delicious or whatever. Yeah. He does it in a really nasty way. Shout out to this actor. Um, I think it's something Otis. J- James Otis? Uh, I don't know. I love actors. Love um, actors. I love acting. The magic. <laughs> television. <love> <laughs> So, so he keeps throwing me off my game but he does say delicious after he eats a demon Ooh, this is his last credit on imdb oh my god they fucking killed him <laughs> sam really killed him oh wait wait i think he's no wait no he, he's he, he died in yes he died in 2020 oh. if you die in supernatural you supernatural, die in real life yeah. <laughs> eventually a little bit later but yeah <laughs> if you die like in supernatural you will else. die i did get a bit confused <laughs> about like um like whether he was dead or not but then they do um elaborate in 520 that like uh he's not dead it's just that like they got the ring off him and he's depowered like war is yeah um, yeah because yeah it's a bit like it's a bit not clear when sam is doing all that uh Stuff. Yeah, they were like, they were like, Sam does this shit, and um, then there's a heavy moment, um, and then Sam has to go detox. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like a like a smoke bomb is just hit the scene. It's like 
just the scene just fades you can't see what's going on and then oh they're somewhere else don't worry about it yeah it's like emotional realities we have to deal with now um i think we're, we're coming up on the end of our recording time um so i'm gonna if you guys don't mind i'm gonna say one more thing and then i'm gonna take us into the outro. yeah go go um, i love that but do you do you know what i really like uh when supernatural does it well is um sibling shenanigans from dean and, uh-huh. and sam like uh when they poke fun at each other like in this episode, we have quite a lot yeah. of it. Uh, Dean sort of um, pushes the heart at Sam and says, hey, be my valentine when they're examining the Dominicans. Because it's, it's fucking funny. It was funny. And he, he makes an, like this obviously fake smile. And I was like, yeah, shit I would do with my siblings. Um, and when Sam condescendingly says it's when a dog doesn't eat that you know he's he's really sick about <laughs> Dean not going out he's like saying it in jest but then like they cut to him and he's like seriously concerned <laughs> it's very he's sad. like are you actually good <laughs> it's like very sibling thing to do express concern in a very uh walking way um and then just like when when the cupid starts sobbing and um, because he loves love, and Dean, Kaz, and Sam are all like looking over at it at him, like not knowing what to do. And Sam was like, "Should somebody talk to him?" And and Dean immediately jumped. He's like, "Yeah, give him help, Kaz." And he slaps him on the shoulder. And Sam's immediately on board because he's not doing that shit. And I was like, "That is also a very sibling thing." There, he's just like, "No, not me. It's not good. me either." It's a good episode. There's a scapegoat. It's fun to like what you just said about, like, Sam and Dean and, like, making Cass do something, like, it's so fun that they, like, team up against Cass, because mm-hmm. it's like, well, you're not a brother, so... <laughs> you're not a... Hey, dude. Like, sucks to suck. Go deal with this thing that we don't want to deal with. Oh. This is a members-only club, and to be a member, you have to have, like, traveled across the continental U.S. In a car. <laughs> In a car for at least 18 years. Cass might be part of Team Free Will, but he's not part of whatever the hell's going on with Sam and Dean yet. With the Winchesters, yeah. yeah. Um, I <laughs> it was it, fun. Also, in that scene, um, I love when when Cass goes over to comfort the Cupid. <laughs> I'm trying to find exactly what he says. What's also good is like when he's not sure what he's doing, he looks back over at the Winchesters and they both make encouraging like nods and like thumbs up. Like, yeah, keep it keep it up. We're not doing that. Yeah, okay, so um the Cupid is like, love is more than a word to me, you know I love love, I love it. And if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. It's very overdramatic. And then Cass is patting him and he's like, Yes, yes, of course. I I have no idea what you're saying. What I like about this is um, Kaz does love love. He just doesn't. He doesn't know it. He can't like it. Yeah. That is, you're right. You know what is such bullshit? And I'm so sorry to talk about season 15, but when Kaz is like, Dean, you're the most loving man I've ever known. I'm like, Kaz, you don't know anyone. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why, that's always why. Yeah, I'm sure you think that, doll. Cass could turn to Sam yeah. and be like, Sam, you are you have the longest hair of any of any person on earth. And it's like, Cass, your sample sizes you know are I mean? out of control. <laughs> Do you know what I think it is? It's like when you're in love with somebody and 
I mean, you're very, it's not like you're blind to their flaws, but they are kind of the superlative human yeah. to you. I know, okay. it's so embarrassing. Um, it's very embarrassing to be in love. The whole thing is just a, like a fucking so minefield. It's terrible. Uh, well, let's, um, let's but, all take a moment and remember the priest from Fleabag. Love isn't something oh, weak people do. Oh shit! And now let's take a moment oh, of shit. silence because that was devastating. We can't be, we can't that be was devastating. It's... Why did Fleabag say that? Why would Fleabag write that? <laughs> That's actually the perf- perfect time to Fleabag natural. <laughs> um, so. um. Anyway, take us away, Elsa. God, we got we, we got so lost. In Sorry, the, it's I, just I think once we start like, talking about Cass and love. And I think like after like like a few things that have been discussed this week in the fandom, it's it's it is in our minds. So, um, yeah, maybe. Oh no! Please don't. Say... No, I'm not talking about that. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> if, okay. If, if if anyone knows um... what I'm talking about, I just want to say on the record that like I don't care what the actors say about anything. And that is the attitude actors that I'm real. going into the show. And I think you two agree with me. Actors. Are they talking yeah. again? Actors, the actors. They're saying things. The actors were saying things at the con. I saw a post that was like, um, why are you even asking Dean, Jen, Dean, oh my God, <laughs> Jensen Ackles about Destiel, do you hate yourself? And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, that's, that's, the, that's my official word. stance on it as Something well. Something I was thinking about this week is, um, this is a tiny sidebar, but you know how people have those like personal um, meet and greets that they pay like shitloads of money for and they have to like sign an NDA and they're like not allowed to talk about what they talk about in there. How much mm-hmm. trouble do you get mm. into if you break an NDA? They come to your house and kill you. Is that what happens? <laughs> yes. Well, see, I don't know because I'm not based in the US. So, um, yeah. And and the <laughs> actor that you got the personal meet and greet with is the one who does it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm if I okay. if I overnight become like a like a millionaire and I've got that kind of disposable income, I'm doing that. I'm right. taking one for the team and. I'm wow. I'm asking really invasive questions and, and then um, bringing them all our points and then um, when I get murdered, it, it, will be, it won't be for nothing. The amount of money that people pay for these cons, yeah, it's crazy. You can buy a Nintendo Switch with that. You can buy two Nintendo Switches with that. You can buy like hundreds of ugly cast Funko Pops. Exactly. Yeah. You could buy me tickets to visit my friends. Oh my god! Like, I'm yes, just most importantly, you could buy international flights very for some people. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that was just a sidebar, but I, it, it is in my mind. Um, Jess, I'm very envious that you have not been seeing that. Um, I think that's like one of those things where I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. I don't want to see it, and then I like cannot look away because it's just a shit show. Um, <laughs> well, it's like hard yeah, to, if the... you follow people that are posting about it. It's that's one of the things that is like hard to filter for yeah you know yeah because this is why tumblr needs to institute a uh, filter that's just like stuff that pisses what that will piss me off yeah and they need to <laughs> invent some kind of algorithm that will detect that <laughs> and i'm not necessarily getting pissed off because I, I i'm not like unsympathetic to people having like strong opinions about this i think as new fans especially it's a bit easy for us to be like fuck those guys you know, these characters mm-hmm. are ours. Whereas yeah. I think if, if people grew up with like a lot of parasocial situations, it's a bit harder for them to separate, which is fine. But yes, yeah. Tumblr, get on it. You, if, if you, <laughs> we need to get more specific. 
Also, don't ever get an algorithm. I love you the way you are. Never change. Sorry for even please, please, please. The Tumblr suggested algorithm, like the Tumblr uh-huh. for you page. For you, demonic. Yeah. I mean, what is going on there? <laughs> it's like, hey, here's all the it's... people that are interested in the same thing as you, but you actually don't like them enough to follow them. But in the no, it's like here's everybody who's posting about the in things the that you're posting way. about. But in the worst yeah. way, it's gonna make you so mad, aren't you? Don't you love seeing this? <laughs> yeah, you don't know them because you have completely different opinions. Yeah, it's gonna. All it keeps giving me is cockle shippers. Like, lots and lots <laughs> like it's of evil. Shippers. It's so evil. It's like this is what I you're interested in, but that. just enough to the left that you're gonna hate it. <laughs> it's just well to the left. Okay, anyway, no problem. No, to the no, right no often. we're not talking yes. about all that. Um, to the right often is the um, Do we want to, Ilsa, do you want to get us into the outro? I think I think we should leave, leave this <laughs> Like episode. I said earlier, I, I'm sorry if we've like missed any major thing. Like if someone's like, wow, I can't believe, please write in and we will talk about it in the season wrap up episode. It's like kind of a, kind of a chaotic episode, to be honest, I think maybe. <laughs> I think it's fun. I think we're going to have a lot of, like, uh, when we first started with uh, this new format that we're trying out, I think it's going to be a lot more fun to listen to, honestly, because I think it flows um, a lot less artificially. So I hope people enjoy it. If you don't, I guess you'll just have to write in about that. Yeah, let us know. We, I would love to get some hate. (laughs) I would love to get hate. I would, I need to, I'll need a t-shirt with it. um, If I get hate. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Be like, Mama, look, I made it. Um, anyway. Yeah, we haven't got any hate Who yet. wants, who to, wants give to be me... our first hate yeah. add-on? God, I would love that. It's like, oh, you're so mad at me. You're so mad at me that you wrote me a letter, but you wrote me a little note about it. Did you seal it with a kiss? Ooh, you're so mad at me. <laughs> you're so angry. And you left it anonymous. Ooh, so Ooh. mysterious. Ooh, I like this element of romance that you brought in there by making me wonder who's my secret hater. Exactly. It's I like, love it. mm, mm. interesting. Just, interesting. Make there's a little make flavor some on podcast it. Podcast hopes, dreams yeah. come true. Out there. Yeah, send us hey. Um, let's you know. Let's get on. Yeah. Here. Um. Who wants to tell me what they didn't like first? Head to the salt lines and bring me your bounty, please. Uh, Jess, you go first. Um, just like the couples eating themselves at the start. I mean, it's good, you know? It just really grosses me out. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. like uh, They did too good of a job. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't, I don't like, like, hate it. I wouldn't, like take it out of the episode but it is so repulsive mm. so there you go it's it's very much they said oh remember that we're a horror show and we were like holy fuck yes we do yeah i certainly do um i do i remember that um, how about you ella um oh. i think it's something that i already Sorry. like i slightly complained about is just that like whatever's going on with dean isn't 500 percent clear and i think just because like i like thinking about him a lot it, it, it's something that i keep mm. going in my mind um, but also, mm-hmm. like, I cannot think of what his thing would be, um, you know, if, if he, like, Sam was getting affected um, and Cass. Like, I cannot mm-hmm. think of what it would be. Yeah. Can either of you think of something? Or am I just starting another tangent for no reason? But, yeah, I, I can't think of exactly You're what it would be. a little bit of a tangent. Like, later on, you could, I would almost argue that you could do alcohol, but 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. At, the, at this point, I think, for lack of a better word, he's he's drinking through society. Like, he's drinking as much as he wants, even if that's too much. Yeah, he's not necessarily But I think there's like a point where alcoholism sort of eclipses. Yeah, he's not sober in the way yeah. that the car now was. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. So that's my, my uh-huh. salt line. I was really sad when the coroner died. Yeah. I, I wouldn't take it out of the episode necessarily, but I liked him very much, which is, I guess, how I should have known he would die. Um, yeah, it's always suspicious really when we get a little bit too much he, personality from one of these side characters. It's sure. <laughs> he wore a cool hat. Yeah. And he was really nice and fun. And, um, yeah, anyway, that that's something that made me sad. I was like, no! Not the cool guy with that. I wanted to shout out his actor, um, but I lost my thing. G- take a second, um, and then we can we can edit it in here. Okay, everyone stop. Everyone stop talking for it. five seconds. <laughs> what if I want to? You can talk, but it's maybe talk. I will talk though. Like maybe I will. I'm talking it's, it's... right now while I'm talking. Yeah, so. I'm talking. What are you, you can't gonna, stop me. What are you gonna do? I'm I will gonna, not be silent. I'm gonna literally cut it. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm doing the edit. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Well, the, actor, the actor's name the, the is um, Jay Brazo Brazo Brazel B R A Z E A U Brazo. I don't know, man. He's still kicking. He's got a lot of things on his IMDb. Good for him. A lot of stuff. A lot of work. What if it's like Brazov? What if it's like a Polish surname? Anyway, shout out to you. You fucking rule. You made me like a guy with like five minutes of screen time, if that. Oh, I think he's like French Canadian. Yeah, so it's a French last name. Oh my bad. But it's cool. It was fun to see you. I hope you do more things in which I actually I wish this coroner would come back. <laughs> I wish it would have his own show. I would watch a procedural about this guy as well. I'm happy that we didn't have to see um, him die. Like that would have been really upsetting. Yeah, yeah that would so be really upsetting. <laughs> Thanks for that at least. Very sad for me. Thank you for not making us witness an alcohol moment. <laughs> All right. Well, on that cheerful note, take us into your heart lockets. What do you? What have you got in there this week, Jess? Um, my heart locket is um spending time with my friends on Discord call. Oh. <laughs> I love Aww. that. I will take it. I'll take it. Um, that's so sweet. How about you, Ella? If that was almost like a Valentine's very sweet. I'm actually yes, in the in the theme of the episode. <laughs> You've just written us a little yeah. Valentine. Yeah, I did. He's very cute. <laughs> um, I think it just like Cass's um entire characterization this episode. Loved it. No notes. So fun. Um, probably could have just spent this whole episode quoting him because I just think he's so funny in this episode. It's it's good vibes. It's it's a really fun fun episode. I I'm gonna be very honest with you guys. I um <laughs> I can't pick a heart locket again. Also for for the for same reason. I I like a lot of it um a lot. I think a lot of it really hits. If I had to pick uh I yeah my heart locket is that corner. I liked him a lot. He's a cool corner, and I liked him. And I think that um he could he yeah I would watch a little show about him. Easy. Anytime. Something that I've just noticed in the Supernatural Wiki, our best friend the Supernatural Wiki, um, in the minutia yeah. section, says, after the scene when Famine mm-hmm. enters the restaurant, Castiel has taken a bite out of his paper bag. <laughs> I did not notice that. <laughs> um, I also read that and I was like, that's awesome. I'm going to have to try and get a screenshot of that. <laughs> so. 
post. Please do. That rules. Um, that That's very yeah, good. Yeah, lots to love this episode. Big heart lockets, big Valentine's Day cards to each other. It's, it's really good. It's October. It's very, very good. <laughs> happy... <laughs> Happy Valentine's is it's the opposite here, so um That's not true. You actually... can't trick me. <laughs> it's actually um no, it's it's definitely the truth. I'm sorry. Literally to have Valentine's to trying, Day. trying to trick me. You're trying to trick me. <laughs> it's the other way around down here. No. You think we can just do Halloween in the spring? I'm... No, we do Halloween on February 14th and the right. 31st of October we do and Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Right. Southern Hemisphere co-hosties are trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Well, I see through, I see through your tricks. You're like, it's a loose knit, buddy. I see through <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, shit. Okay, ow. That was a little All right, so... <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> All right, so... Um, I think that's going to conclude it from our end. Next week, we will be covering a season five, episode 16, Dark Side of the Moon, which is Ooh, very good. Very excited really for that. Fun. Very upsetting. Very good episode. Somehow written by Jeremy Carver, but... <laughs> he has a couple of good ones. I'm... I, I can't... It can't be denied. Remember. There are a couple of our Carver episodes. Some, some of them I do go like, you're fucking crazy, and I respect that. Um, he also has some of my favorite Destiel shit. Oh, wait. I fucked up. I fucked up. Dark Side of the Moon <laughs> is, is actually written by Andrew Davin Laughlin. Same thing, though. Which is crazy, because it's a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's even a good Dean. They frequently write a very bad Dean, like a hard we'll to be watch watching Dean. It. We'll be and watching they did it a very good intently one. to see. Crazy. Okay. To see if they mm. fuck up. Yeah. Um, we're skipping 515. Uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Yeah, that's the one I was reading. Um, oh my and, god, we're uh, missing Jody. <sighs> it's Jody's introduction. Maybe I'll just watch it. So. I like Jody a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, if there's any, yeah, if there's anything interesting that uh, contextualizes some of Cass's shit in the in the season, you can report back. I shall. But I, I think that's that's it for Marin. Is there anything else you guys would like to uh, bring up? Um, um, it's fun when Cass comes and he's on the phone and Dean is on the phone and they're looking at each other and oh, that's I a good. Be, I I would be remiss to not mention it. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, sorry, what, giant like, Destiel moment. The show is. <laughs> like why did you do that it was so fun because it was fun I like I guess the joke is that it's like another kind of personal space joke but like that's only a big deal if you make it a big deal Dean and what does that mean anyway I would just like somebody to explain themselves that's all this is really when I first did my watch because like I, I think I've said this before like I, I knew what happened at the end of the show so I was kind of like oh well you know I know people ship these two this is one of the ones where I'm like, what's happening? What is going on? Why are they making like all these weird things? And that's a real good example of it. Um, yeah. I I actually have changed my mind. That's my mind. <laughs> I like it very much. I mostly I like it because like 
Cass is so weird. Oh. I, I that's what I when I watched that scene, I just like Cass is just appears in the place like right in front of me and he's like, I'm helpful, here I am at the right place. And then he's like not sure of the etiquette and he's like Do you think he got more minutes on his I'm cell phone? Gonna hang up. He definitely had to. He had to have gotten more minutes. Dean had to show him. Or Sam had to show him. To go into a gas Maybe machine. Bobby? Oh my gosh. Maybe he went to Bobby. He was like, listen, I know you know a lot about phones. <laughs> Could you-, <laughs> you have many phones. Could you help me out? Bobby, I you see your so phones. phones. Could you help me with my phone? <laughs> I just have the one, but I'm hoping one. to get more. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I... I learn more about it. Maybe I'll graduate to your level and I'll have several. One day I would um, love to have as many phones as you have. <laughs> what if Cass just had like one phone in every like pocket? <laughs> like on his person. You know that thing has like at least minimum seven pockets. So I, yeah, I, I'm into it. I'm, All right, I'm down okay. for him. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> All that in mind. Um, guys, yeah. Guys. Do you guys love have that you guys guy? Heard about this guy? <laughs> He's really good. You should. You should watch him. You should only watch the episode. He, he oh, episodes he he appears in. I've been doing it. It's been really fun. I've been hanging out with my friends about it. It's been also very fun. If you want a podcast to listen along to, <laughs> have we got the one for you? Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> If you if you'd like to also hang out with us spiritually a little bit, um, like you don't know shit about cats does and like B does sometimes and uh, even beloved question mark rival uh, question mark Tumblr user Bedland does <laughs> um, rival then you can message us rival <laughs> rival for some things that were said online um you can get into that later i made a very lame rebuttal and it i it haunts me to this day i was like that's i didn't even do a good job <laughs> it wasn't even fucking funny I it's don't not know your why fault because bedlam's like one of the funniest uh, people on the whole website so there's you know, so a competition fun. i don't even know. anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> that I failed. We don't have to talk about it. But if you would like to also be uh, hanging out with us, please do. Um, and message us on Twitter or Tumblr, where we are at the cast cost. Um, and you can also email us. Our email account is... Our email Al, account. I thought you said our, <laughs> email, you said our is, email cunt. That's what I heard. <laughs> Cunty. I went Australian for a second. Cunty. <laughs> all right you can email us at thecastcost at gmail.com it's pretty pretty simple pretty straightforward you can do that and uh, until next time we love you and bye love you bye bye love you happy valentine's day (laughs) oh yeah happy valentine's day please remember to celebrate (laughs) regardless of hemisphere i think everyone should celebrate Uh now Let's get going. Okay. Um, it kind of hurts when I laugh. For fuck's sake. You what? It hurts when you laugh. A little bit. We won't be funny this episode. <laughs> uh, we'll be okay. very boring. Okay. I won't. I will definitely not be funny, but I will still try to be funny. So I don't know what's going to happen, actually. So okay. we'll see. Well, okay, ready? Yeah. Action.